Hello, dear friends. It's time for Let's Talk About Jesus, a Bible study that I believe is going to bless you today because it's a Bible study. It's coming from the eternal, inerrant Word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. A word that the Scripture says of itself that it is given by inspiration of God. Literally, God breathed. Hallelujah. And I just pray today that God will breathe upon you as the Word of God is brought forward and brought forth today. And I believe that God will cause fruit to abound in your life and in mine. And you know, one of the great fruit of the Word of God, product of the Word of God, is faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And we're just getting ready to get a thunder shower as this broadcast is beginning. So if you hear the thunder, uh, <laughs> it's because it's thundering. But if you don't hear it, that's fine. The mic is sensitive to my voice and not to all of these other sounds. And I pray today that your, uh, your heart and your ears will be sensitive to the Word of God, centered upon the Word of God and not all the other sounds that are all around us today. Because if this seed gets into good ground hearts, it will bring forth fruit, 30, 60, and 100 fold to the glory of God. Well, we got a lot to talk about today on this subject, sun-ripened fruit, S-O-N, sun-ripened fruit fruit. So we pray today that you will join us, take a little time, uh, get you a beverage, sit down if you can, and and open your Bible if you have it in front of you, or get a, a pad and pencil and, and just jot down some things. We're going to read about the fruit of the Spirit. We begin speaking about it, laying a foundation for it, because we talked about agape love last week. And now we're going forward into Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 through 26 today on the subject S-O-N sun ripened fruit praise God it's all because of and through Jesus Christ that that all of these uh, wonderful blessings can abound in your life and in mine listen to what the Bible says in Paul's letter to the to the Galatians in verse 22 it says but the fruit of of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Now I want to stop right here and, and uh, go back to verse 22 and see that this is, it doesn't say the, the fruits of the Spirit, although there are nine mentioned here, products of the Holy Spirit, but it says the fruit, singular, of the Spirit, and Spirit is capitalized because that means it is the Holy Spirit working within your spirit and mine. He's reproducing the very character and nature of God Himself and of Christ Himself within the life of the believer. But we're to walk 
in the Spirit in order for this to occur within us, for Him to have the freedom to bring forth the very character and nature of, of God in Christ and Christ in us. It's one fruit with nine segments. Now my, my thoughts are thinking about a tangelo, this big orange that peels like a tangerine, but inside there are segments and you can pull out a segment at a time and and chew it and eat it and enjoy it. One fruit produced by the Holy Spirit in our spirit and then out into our life. Nine segments of the one product of the Holy Spirit. And, and it begins with the agape love that we talked about last week. And then it goes on to joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. So let's read it together. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Hallelujah. Praise God. Someone has said it this way. Uh, uh, love is God's character uh, reproduced in the believer. Joy is love singing. Peace is love resting. Patience is love enduring. Remember, love suffereth long, is long-suffering. Patience is love enduring. Kindness is love caring. Gentleness is love touching. And self-control is love controlling the life. In other words, not the flesh. Because in all of our flesh, there is a selfishness built in. It's intrinsic to the flesh. And in order to follow Jesus Christ, we are told that we are to deny ourself, take up our cross, and then and only then, after these two imperatives, can we truly follow Him. And that's why the Bible said in Ephesians 5, Be ye followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, even as Christ. So love is the foundation for all of these fruit of the Spirit. This, this would be the trunk of the tree. And every segment then is a limb growing out of the very same trunk. John 15 talks about bearing fruit and that our fruit remain. And Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Praise God. So that everything that is in the vine is coming up into every branch that, that, that springs forth from that vine. Praise God. And God wants us to begin to, to crucify the flesh and the lust thereof that we might walk and live in the Spirit. Because if we do, it's with our permission that the Holy Spirit 
brings forth the character and the nature of Christ. This is progressive. I'm not fully developed in the fruit of the Spirit. And there are segments better developed than others. <laughs> Patience, I'm still working on. I was standing in a big line the other day and everyone looked like they were about to blow a gasket and, and I turned to someone standing beside me so others could hear it's time for my my daily prayer Lord give me patience and hurry <laughs> amen I need it right now but that's not how patience develops that's not how it comes so we all know the 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 cliched saying that's based on the bible i prayed for patience and he gave, he allowed me to go through tribulation because the scriptures declare that tribulation worketh patience praise god listen friend uh, there is a work of god going on in every child of God because of the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit. And if we decide to cooperate with His purpose in our life to make us more like Himself, to make us more like our Father, to make us more like Jesus Christ, this is God's design. This is God's desire. And this this wonderful love that is the first and fundamental and foundational fruit of the Spirit, product of the Spirit, brings forth joy, scriptural, supernatural, spiritual joy. Scripturally, joy is an inner gladness or a sense of delight. The actual Greek word means, from a root that means calmly happy, Literally, calm delight. It is not based on circumstances, but rather a deep consciousness of God's favor, His love for us, and our right standing with Him. This spiritual joy will counteract natural carnal reactions of discouragement, depression, and despair. Someone has aptly stated joy is not a matter of position, but disposition. You know, the book of James said, and, the, the, you know, this, some, some scriptures are easy to grab hold of, and, and some challenge our faith and challenge our understanding. The book of James says, Count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations, knowing this, that the trying, didn't I tell you tribulation worketh patience? The trying of your faith worketh patience. Let patience have her perfect work. <laughs> one, one practical paraphrase says, don't always try to squirm out of your trouble. <laughs> Friend of mine, I'm known for trying to squirm out of trouble, not, not necessarily let God take me through in His timing and develop me. And I want to be yielded enough and I want to understand enough about the process of pressure and what it can produce in my life if I let patience. You, we, we talked about giving the Holy Spirit permission to develop these, these fruits, these 
products of the one fruit in our life, these segments of love within our life. Joy is not a matter of position, but disposition. James bears it out. My beloved brethren, count it all joy. When you fall, see, you got to know this. you got to know when things are going uh, south, when they're going wrong, when the road is no longer uh, smooth, but it's steep and it's rocky, that God is at work developing you and developing me. More importantly, developing His character in our life. Joy indeed is not a matter of position, but disposition. Happiness, therefore, depends on right happenings as far as the world is concerned. But even when things go wrong, this joy remains. Even when things go wrong, if we understand and we let patience have her perfect work. We let God develop us. This joy will strengthen us in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our testings. I want to read from Habakkuk chapter, uh, let's see, chapter 3 and begin reading with verse 17. Habakkuk 3, verse 17 in the Old Covenant. It says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, no, nor fruit beyond the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. You see, he is determined to let God develop him. Listen to this. He's counting it joy, literally. I, yet, in the midst of all this negativism, when my flesh and your flesh, dear friend, wants to complain and wants to question and, 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 and struggles to understand, he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Remember what David said, <laughs> I will rejoice in the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. There's there's a, a, a song, a Christian song, a contemporary Christian song that, that talks about praising Him in this storm. That's the challenge today. If we want the fruit of the Spirit to come forth in our life, and God certainly wills it to come forth in our life, we can't let the flesh rule us. We have to deny ourselves, take up our cross, which simply means to crucify the flesh, to not let the flesh have the upper hand or the final word. Praise God. Amen. I will rejoice in the Lord at all times, David said. Even in times like we're reading here, and his praise will be continually in my mouth. Listen to this as it correlates with that. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my... Here's the development of patience. Here's the development of, of endurance. He will make my feet like deer's feet, hind's feet. And He will make me to walk 
on my high hills. One translation said, my high places of responsibility, my high places of pressure and struggle, he will make me adequate to walk on these steep, stony places. Praise God. He may not change the circumstance. He will allow the circumstance to change me as I depend more and more on His Spirit and cooperate with His purpose. And when we understand that all things, even this bad stuff, is working together for good to them that love the Lord, and are the called according to his purpose Romans 8:28 Romans 8:29 for whom he did foreknow he did predestine to be conformed to the image of his son and that's what the fruit of the spirit is all about it's conforming us to the image of his son which is really conforming him to the image of himself, of God's self. Because Jesus said, when you've seen me, when you have seen me, no man's seen God at any time. God is a spirit. But when you've seen me, you understand the character of God himself. (laughs) When you've seen me, you have seen the Father. (laughs) In him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Praise God. Amen. So joy is expressed as a result initially of being brought into the kingdom of God, translated out of the powers of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son. Listen to Romans 4 and verse 17. It says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Hallelujah. You see, faith in the promise of His presence through the Holy Spirit will bring this wonderful joy, this wonderful fellowship relationship that is manifest by the Holy Spirit in our own spirit. First Peter 1 and verse 8 says, Whom having not seen ye love, though now you see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. So faith is essential to manifesting the spiritual fruit of joy. Not only the crucifixion of the flesh, but faith in the promise of his presence with us and within us. Romans 15 in verse 13 says, Now the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Two of the fruit of the Spirit are right here. Amen. That ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Jesus said in John 15 in verse 11, These things I have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. 
I want to read the context of that verse in this fruit bearing uh, chapter the the vine and the branches and the fruit in John John's gospel chapter 15 in the New Testament beginning with verse 9 and we can see love as the foundation for all of the branches that bring forth all of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Listen, John 15 and 9. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. Verse 10 said, If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Then comes verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy, therefore, might be full. This is my commandment, that you love agape, this supernatural God kind of love, that you love one another with this kind of love, as I have loved you, loving one another as I have loved you. Although Jesus was referring to referred to as a man of sorrows, his life and ministry were founded and motivated by joy. Hebrews 12 and verse 2 said, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. And Paul experienced this very joy and its strength by operating in self sacrificing love. Acts 20 and verse 24 said, None of these things move me, neither do I count my life dear to myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. So that I might finish my course with joy. You know, when he got down to the end of his life, he said, I fought a good fight. I have kept the faith, and I've finished my course. And one of the great keys to overcoming all that he faced and overcome is that for the joy that was set before him and the joy that was supernaturally being produced in him, he had what he needed to endure all of the hardships, all of the hardness, and in spite of it all, say, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I finished my course. And according to Acts 20 and 24, he finished that course with joy. Praise God. Someone has devised a formula for joy. J-O-Y. Listen. J. Jesus first. O. Others second. Y. Yourself last. I want to say that again. Joy. The formula for true Christian joy. Supernatural joy. Joy produced by the Holy Spirit within us. J, Jesus first. O, others second. Y, yourself last. Praise God. That's how Jesus lived his life. That's how Paul lived his life, walking in love, following Jesus' example. And that's how we are to live our life. Charles Kingsley said, 
If you want to be miserable, if you want to be miserable, think much about yourself, about what you want, what you like, what respect people ought to pay you, and what people think of you. If you really want to be miserable, just let it be all about you. Oh, but if you want, and this is not Kingsley anymore, this this is Robert Venable saying to you, I have walked with the Lord a long time. We have walked together a long way. Oh, but I feel like a, a I feel I feel like a a, a child uh, running to school that doesn't hardly know anything but hungry to learn. I am learning in the the school of life and the school of the Holy Spirit. I'm learning to look to Jesus, to lean on Jesus, and to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You know, being baptized in the Holy Spirit is an important part of bringing forth the fruit of the Spirit. Every child of God, when you come to Christ, the Holy Spirit comes in to manifest the Father and the Son through Himself in your life. But when you're baptized or whelmed like a wave covering you completely, then in the Holy Spirit, I put it in this simple formula. When you get saved, you do have the Holy Spirit. But when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit has you. And it's when the Holy Spirit has us that we can truly begin to bring forth that product, that fruit. See, Jesus talked about not just power to do the charismata, but he talked about power to be. And you shall receive power, Jesus said. Supernatural ability. This is supernatural fruit. This is the product of the Holy Ghost in your life. Not the product of your own goodness, your own anything, but Christ living in you. Christ manifesting through you. Listen to it by the Holy Ghost. Listen very, very carefully today. I'm glad this is the product of the Holy Spirit. This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, when we give Him permission by denying ourselves and taking up our cross, crucifying the flesh, and walking in the Spirit, and not walking after our own lust any further or any longer, then God begins to work this work because we've given him the permission to do so. <laughs> we've postured ourselves before him, bowed before him. And Jesus said, you shall receive dunamis, supernatural ability. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And before doing anything, he said, and you shall be witnesses unto me. You shall be witnesses unto me. Praise God. So the first work of the Holy Spirit is in our character. It's not just to grant the gifts of the Spirit to do, 
to to faith to move a mountain uh, uh prophecy and understanding mysteries and 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 uh, uh, all of the other gifts of the holy spirit of knowledge and wisdom you see without love the bible said we are nothing we are no one that god can work in and through but if this agape love is is causing us to to yield unto God and let him begin to flow to us and through us then a mighty mighty work is going to occur in your life and in mine and today i want you to know if you don't know Jesus as your savior you are loved with a kind of love that the world has never known before and has never known since because it's a kind of love that is totally self-sacrificing totally giving and forgiving it's the kind of love that held jesus on that cross and make no mistake it was love that held him there not the roman guards at the foot of it not the authority of the roman empire not the spikes that were through his hands and his precious feet it was love love for you and love for me and today i am convinced if you don't know christ as your savior because he died for you on the cross i know the holy spirit is knocking on the door of your heart And Jesus said to the church of Laodicea, if any man hear my voice and open the door. So not only are you sensing him calling you in your spirit, I believe you hear him calling you and he's calling you to himself. Run to him, don't run from him. Confess your sins, repent. and he will save your soul seal you with the holy spirit and begin a mighty work within you and today if you're a christian and your forward momentum has stopped and you're not like jesus yet there's a ways to go dear friend go back to the cross bow before him and say lord Let me walk in the spirit. Let me live in the spirit so that the Holy Spirit can develop me and make me more like you. And come back next week. And let's talk about Jesus.